Uh, hey guys, it's the Raw Wrap Up. I'm Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters. Up here with Mad Mike, my friend in Poughkeepsie, New York. How you doing, sir? I am doing way better because I know how to navigate New York City better than The Rock. <laughs> better than The Rock. Yeah, he was kind of all over the place. That was kind of a long way to go. Oh my God. Uh, to get around there. All right, I want I, I want this as a disclaimer first of all before we even jump into whatever else happened on Raw. Um. If you're flying into Queens, you drive into Manhattan, that's fine. I'm okay with that. No one swims in any of the New York City rivers, let alone to Staten Island. Hey, I got to, you know, I, you know, that's an expensive toll getting across there. No, it's uh, not. It's a it's a $2.50 ferry ride, sword. Which one? A ferry ride. Yeah, a ferry ride. But the Rock doesn't do the ferry, and that bridge is like 15 Are you calling the Rock a homophobe, Sorg? Uh, no, I just think he's afraid of small you, boats. Okay, that's fair. Okay, All right. that is exactly what I'm saying. Exactly yes, okay. what I'm I, saying. I'm okay with that. But then to go from Staten Island to the, all the way up to the Bronx, that's a trip. That's okay. a two-hour trip. Okay. I don't care who you are, that's a two-hour trip. And then to go from the Bronx, because he said he went from Yankee Stadium. From Yankee Stadium to go down to um, Barclay Center, that's a two-and-a-half-hour trip. There's no way he had that much time today. There is no way. But he's the rock, and he survived the rock apocalypse. I can't even say the rock apocalypse. Was that it? Rock apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse. That horrible, 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 horrible ad, or uh, or uh, app, or whatever the heck it was. Anyways, that's enough of that. That's not. Yes. That's not what we're here for. We're here, well. It is partially what we're here for. But but no. But anyways, we got the rock. We got we got Rusev in the the. Biggest surprise we've had on Raw for the longest time I can remember. Um, nobody, I didn't see anything about a, about that coming along, you know. Um, and there he was. And, and, and we, we, did, did we did we confirm this? Did he come out exactly during half the game? I believe he did come out during. It half sounds the like game. they did uh, against Rusev. They canceled the Big Show thing over the controversy. I have finger quotes if you're on the audio version of this, um, over on iTunes or Stitcher for the Wrestling Mayhem Show super feed. Um, but uh, it, it, it was it was nice, you know. I and I know we got our our our, our youngin in the in their hangout. Uh, really, you know, he's always down on the rock. You know, he doesn't get it. He wasn't there. You know, he wasn't there back in the day. Um, but well, to be fair. The past couple times The Rock has been back, I've been down on The Rock too, but this time was fine. He was. It's a one-time thing too. It's not a yeah. full-on storyline like like going into WrestleManias or anything like that. So it's nice. It's actually kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. And plus, he put Rusev over, <laughs> like over better than Big Show ever could. <laughs> Very than Big. Like the only thing he punched Rusev out of the ring. Whoop de doo, big deal. It's not like he lost. It's not like he lost his undefeated streak to The Rock. Exactly, you can do something like that. That that's fine. That's great. Even if even if Rock gave him a rock bottom and then slapped Lana on the ass, that still would have been fine. <laughs> Lana worked great too. Um, aside from that, the other thing, and this is like again that kind of stringing together thing. Um, that that's like the the Raws of old, and I know you appreciated it. Uh, speaking of getting around in New York City, Dean Ambrose, of course. I, again, they started with you know kind of the attack on Seth Rollins with that, with uh, uh, Ambrose and Cena. They uh, met up in the middle and, and uh, for this uh, handicap match they were going to have at the end, and and Dean uh, uh, bails and says he's going to go to freaking Coney Island. We see him get on the subway. <laughs> 
the only thing that would have been better is if they had somehow, like, if they had filmed it earlier, like, Ambrose on the Wonder Wheel. Yes. If he had a GoPro, and he was like, hey, it's uh, me, Dean Ambrose. I, I hope Cena's going to have fun tonight. Here he's got to fight all three of them now. So uh, I'm just going to enjoy the Wonder Wheel. And they did a giant, wee. <laughs> I'm hoping, like, maybe there'll be a video they put out later, you know? Like what? You know, like it'll be on the network or the app or the YouTube. Like you know, uh, you know what? You know what you didn't see on Raw last night. You know, it'll be like the or, Raw backstage report or something. Or like the special interview Michael Cole has on the Wednesday will be with the um the vendor that Dean Ambrose stole the hot dog cart from. Maybe they'll show clips of it from uh <laughs> like on on main event because then they do that like they have him talk about you know how he got out of the room which was like yeah there's a back door oh, freaking idiots um. <laughs> Yeah, if if they just have like a video clip of Ambrose buying a hot dog and then tossing the money, like tossing a hundred dollars to pay for it, while he goes and tries and grabs the hundred dollar bill that's flying away, Dean Ambrose just runs off with the whole cart. <laughs> that's true. It's like how did he acquire the cart? There's so there's so much mystery to this Dean Ambrose fellow. Um all right, I I want to touch. Well, let's close that loop a little bit. Of course, you had the main event. You had to come in with the hot dog cart. There was a food fight. Tremendous. This is his Zamboni moment. Sorg, I relished the whole segment. Oh, ah, oh, ah. oh. LB's asleep. I can do that. He, he doesn't <laughs> listen to this. I know he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I'm going to get a tweet tomorrow. I actually listen to it, you assholes. Um, anyways. <laughs> Oh jeez, I don't. What's next? Um, <laughs> no, it's fantastic. If, you know, I think we were like, ah, we're gonna get another thing. Oh my god, they got disqualified. We don't care about the match. We know it's gonna be a handicap every time. But all we care about, what's Dean gonna do? Everything else is secondary. Everything else is set up for the closer. That is, what is Dean gonna do? If this turns into like, because I mean, he's basically already Stone Cold three thousand. <laughs> he basically 000. is. Well, okay. I mean, it, it can't be 2000 anymore because there was a Stone Cold in the 2000. 2014? I don't know. All right, fine. Stone Cold 2200. I don't know what you want from me, Sork. You're weird with numbers right now, isn't it? Isn't your major like a math-related thing? <laughs> Engineering. I don't have to know time and space. I'm not a time lord. Oh, I see how it is. Um, watch out for that moon. Anyways, uh, so so I, I did want to come around to. Um, the other mystery of the night, uh, these wire promos. We've been seeing the 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 Luke Harper ones for a while. Yes. Um. Then we saw a Rowan one tonight, which got even creepier. Um. And then and then even creepier. Um. I don't know if they're just in Halloween. Um. And excuse me. I don't know if we labeled this as a, as an explicit one, but I. I like to say that these vignettes are WWE reminding us that the Wyatts are evil as fuck, dude. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I, I feel like this is a, hey guys, this is what's going on. Maybe you shouldn't be cheering them, you know, or, or something like that. Or it's just going to make people cheer harder when they come out. Like, holy crap, it's like Michael Myers, House of a Thousand Corpses stuff. I'm completely into this. iPhone in the air, right? Um, well, I, they, need to, they need to put them against people who aren't really easy to cheer. They really need to come back and just destroy a bunch of people. First of all, well, yeah. they've been in the main event scene. They've been kind of watered down because they've been the foil, and they've been foiled several, several times. Um, so yeah, they need to really just kind of wreak destruction 
And like I think we, I think one of them needs gold. One of them needs, and yet they can build like an altar to the to the okay, okay, like kind of like what we're getting with the gold dust to stardust. We're like it's our cosmic key, and we worship this, you know, which I think has been done to really great effect because now it's like we had a well, you know what? Hey, think about this though, uh, the gold stardust thing. We had a, like a month of these like random promos. We enjoyed the hell out of them, but really mm-hmm. it was like, why aren't these guys on TV? What's going on? And they come up and they're in the title picture, right? The Wyatts are having weird ass promos. What well, we've had like two or three weeks of, of, of Harper now with Rowan and it'll probably just get weirder and maybe we'll get them, maybe Halloween they come out and, and uh, like Halloween thanks Halloween Smackdown they come out and do something crazy. Halloween is on a Friday. It is on a Friday. Think about that and look at the way these promos are going. You never know. Um, but uh, but I'm, I'm enjoying it but I'd love to see them on my TV. The, the weird thing about the Wyatt promos and I don't know if there's something to this or if it's just in the Harper and Rowan promos, there's obviously a mention to females in both of them. Okay. Okay. And I wonder if we're actually going to get a Sister Abigail. You think it's going to be somebody they bring up? You think, ooh, Sarah Del Rey. Sarah Del Rey is a huge possibility. I mean, like, I, uh, I don't know how realistic of a possibility that is, but, like, she could, you know, I mean, you know, we've had the discussion that she's not like a diva type body or anything like that, you know, uh, but she's a tremendous wrestler, and to see her uh, maybe doing a character like this might be the thing to do, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm really digging that idea because it just seems like, like with Harper, you had the she set him on this path, she mm-hmm. like she did all this thing, and with Rowan, there's a pregnant woman. In there, like a just a pregnant belly that says it's coming. Th- I feel like that has to mean something. I feel like that absolutely. How long have we gone? And and does a lot of this mean something? You know. Well, I mean, it, again, it could just be a reference to the sister Abigail that they've been talking about, you know, True. for the entire time, and it's not like something we're ever going to see. But the fact that like it's coming is was written on a pregnant belly. Yeah. That was weird. That was like the what are you doing here, WWE? Like that that was like completely outside anything you'd expect. You yeah. Know? And and side note, I mentioned this in the hangout. Why isn't the history of the Wyatts a WWE film that can come out in in October for Halloween? Why are we <laughs> suffering through Leprechaun Origins when we could see Wyatt How family many years origins. Did it take for Leprechaun Origins to finally came out, come out. I feel like I, I think Hornswoggle filmed that thing like two years ago, and they don't even mention Hornswoggle's in it. That's sorry, I was listening to him on Talk Is Jericho. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a prosthetic that covers his entire face, and he doesn't even talk. So they're not even going to plug like, hey, that's him under there. That, that seems weird. It sorry, it's something that they wanted to make, and they just happened to have a midget. That that's what yeah, it is. Ready access. Listen, here's the thing. Okay, here here's something for the community. What would you do if you had ready access to a midget? <laughs> you don't want to know. Like I, I I this is this is the question. This is the question that's come out tonight's show. What would you do? Uh, I, well, okay. How do you put this? What would you do for entertainment what value? What would you do with the midget man? Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, that happened. Okay. Um, I and we lost the one viewer off of that. 
<laughs> oh, it must have been. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Midget, that was listening to the Hangout. I apologize. Um, it was probably Will. He was still asleep. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, the rest of Raw seemed kind of boring apart from those two segments, though. Like, was that just me? Um... Yeah, I, I I'm I'm feeling the same way. Like it, but then again, I'm very. I listened to the Vince Russo thing today on uh, Jr's pod, Jim Ross's podcast, and uh, now I have this like in the back of my head. Like if a match goes over a commercial break, you lost how many viewers? Like that whole like concept is in the back of my head now when I'm watching. Rock. I don't think that's true though. I don't know. I don't think. I think it's partially true. It depends on the audience. I think there's a certain audience for certainly that 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 tune out. You know, I, I, the raw is not for the casual. It, raw is not for the casual fan anymore. Raw is for a, I'm going to turn in for a little bit. I want to watch Gotham, and I'm going to watch the rest. I want to watch the first hour, then I'm going to go watch Monday Night Football or however. That, um, it's. I don't think they count on anybody to stick around. Unfortunately, I feel like USA is, USA is watering down WWE, and if WWE has any drop. It's because of the USA contract and USA well, wanting to make everybody's making money. Good for them, but how much longer is that going to last? It's because they wanted three hours. Yes, that's it's exactly very, what I'm talking about. Very hard to fill three. Like if you had a match that did a run over, and the show was two hours long, I think that'd be better. Yeah, okay, because then because be. then it would it would seem like an important match. Because mm-hmm. you know they only have a certain amount of time, and this match is going to fill up a quarter of that time. Well, okay, how do you like this idea? I'm, I want to uh, riff on the... Uh, uh, we don't usually do this kind of thing on the show, but um, I want to riff off the Vince Russo interview I listened to today. What if they did had less longer matches, and we had more matches throughout the show? We no, got to feature I, more talent. You don't think so? I don't want squash matches on the show. No, uh, maybe we need to. Maybe we need to go back to that a little bit. But without jobbers, like actual tangible jobbers, you can't do that. We have built-in jobbers hand. with your Heath Slaters and your Zack Riders and, you know, uh, Xavier Woodses and stuff. You know, I mean, that's just people cycle down. They become jobbers for a bit and they come back up and let's give them a title run. Yeah, you know? but, but Sork, if you're going to tell me that I'd rather see a six-man tag of the Usos and Dolph versus Cesaro and the Dusts, rather than a Zack Ryder squash, a Xavier Woods squash, a Kofi squash. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see the longer match that I know is going to be actually competitive than opposed to three matches which I know are not going to be competitive. It, it doesn't feel like um, for having a three-hour Raw that we're seeing more of the roster. Well, we're not. No, but it was like we, we, we stretched out an extra hour, but we're seeing the exactly the same number of people from the roster. Like, I feel like they're... I feel like more could be done. <laughs> do, you want to know, do you want to know the reason that we all popped hard for Emma tonight? Because we haven't seen her on Raw in months. Exactly. And we're, talking, we're coming off of Raw last week that had three Divas matches. Yeah, and Raw last week did not feel like three hours. Mm-mm. Because it was engaging and exciting the whole way through. You can do a Raw that is three hours long. If you just envision every crowd... Like, if WWE writers just envision every crowd of Chicago, and they're going to shit on every single thing you do, write the show like that. 
the the reason the Attitude Era was so successful was because they had constant competition from Nitro. If you treat the crowd as your competition because the crowd wants to get themselves over and write it like that every week, make the crowd pay attention. Make the crowd pay attention to what you're putting on screen so they don't get a chance to chant Jarek Jeter, so they don't get a chance to chant for JBL. Like, so, so, so you like again going to the rest of. I'm sorry, it's on the front of my mind for over you know this conversation with us. But one one thing they said about the attitude was like they wrote the show to make sure you did not have an opportunity to want to click that channel. So that they they wrote it as if you're sitting on that control. What is on another channel? It doesn't have to be the other wrestling show anymore. Right now, it is a lot of other competition. It is your 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 Gotham's, your Sleepy Hollows, and your in your Monday Night Football. Right? There's a lot of other options out there, guys. I can pull up my phone and start watching shit. Um, but, uh, but, you know, so now I think your thing is applicable. They need the right to show to make sure the crowd doesn't look bored and makes your show look even more like crap when they're chanting for a guy that hasn't been around for another chanting, uh, Derek Jeter, which is okay-ish, you know, but, um, or, or, or other random stuff or for the announcers or something like that during a match because they don't like what's going on in the ring. Um, I mean, there's just, I, I, there's no, there's no oomph for anything. The only well, place where there's oomph and they're hungry is NXT, and and we're all gravitating towards that. And I think a lot of people are. I mean, the, the thing about like, if your live crowd doesn't look engaged in the product, why the hell would I be engaged in it? Exactly. Why? Exactly. Th- like they paid so much money to be there, so much money, especially the people on hard camera. If they're not entertained by what's in the ring, I'm not going to be entertained with what's in the ring. Yeah, look at we're looking to go to Raw in in uh, in uh, uh, up in Western New York here uh, in a little bit. I looked at the ticket prices. It's like wow, it's a lot to just go see a TV show, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are because like, we, we like the experience of going and being there and everything, and uh, we know we'll get a show, you know. We and you're going with person. someone who wants to try to sexually assault Dean Ambrose. Well, there's that too. There's that too. Yeah, that that'll, that'll just be entertaining <laughs> in its own right. Um, but you know, it's it's, you know, but especially when you know you go no, they 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 brought a lot to Brooklyn. They brought a lot to Brooklyn with the Rock. With unfortunately, we had Kathy Lee, and that yeah, other but, lady. But again, the Rock, love him or hate him, the crowd was into that. You were not going to change the channel regardless of whether or not you hate the Rock because the crowd was entertained, and that was actually a fresh thing for the Rock to do. Because usually when The Rock comes out, it's with other legends. But The Rock came out to engage with someone who he's never seen in a WWE ring before. And his old, his same old jokes felt kind of new. Because it was against someone who was reacting to them differently. Like, that's just... That's something they need more of. And it's something that they can do on a week-to-week basis. But they don't feel that they have to because they're not competing against anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, all right. Uh, to go because I was, I know you want to wrap up. I just no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Away. That's fine. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I li- <laughs> I'm having, I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation, so it's worthwhile to me. Because I listened to the Russo and Jr. thing, and mm-hmm. like you did, and I know how they're talking about like what's the next big thing in wrestling. Because when Russo was writing wrestling, that the big thing then was Shock TV. That was the big thing, and that's why the Attitude Era was so successful. I think I may have figured out, at least in my brain, what the what the next real big thing is. And it's 
going back to the stuff that you mentioned, there's a lot of really good TV on there. And you know what the you know what all of those TV shows have in common? Like Breaking Bad, Sleepy Hollow, Gotham, Arrow, everything. Everything you can possibly watch on TV. Really, really, really good writing. Really good writing. Even if you don't like the actors, if you don't like the season finales or the series finales, it's really, really good writing. We are in a golden age of television. They keep saying that. Yeah, and that's... It's, it's not, but it's not in wrestling right now. <laughs> no, it's not, and that's what wrestling needs. That's what wrestling needs to become. You gotta wrestling, think, like, think what, what we always kind of joke about, Rob, when it was on top. is like, make sure you tune in for Silk Stockings, La Femme Nikita. You know? <laughs> uh, I mean, La Femme Nikita. You know, I mean, that, that was your other thing. Like, even the stuff on USA is compelling. You know, your 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 white collars, your burn notice. Your I know half of these are gone now. Psych. You know, I mean that yeah. that stuck. You stuck around, and and WWE really fit into that the character model uh, that USA Network had. Um, and you're right. It, it's it's they haven't. I, I feel like somebody hasn't looked up and looked around, and they're seeing all the ashes of all the wrestling companies, but they're not seeing all of the great entertainment that's that's risen up around them. Now they are smart. They are stepping up to a certain point with the network, and you see them competing with that level. It's like, oh, look at all these new ways people are getting Netflix and stuff, and we're competing with that. Well, we should have one too, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I but think doing... you know who the best best written character is in WWE program programming right now, Sorg? Rusev. No, even better than Rusev. Dean. Nope. Better than, better than Dean. Better than Seth. Uh, uh, oh, Stephanie. Nope. Tyson Kidd. <laughs> Tyson okay. Kidd. No. Point. My point is, Tyson Kidd has built a character on an E programming show on Total Divas. He built that character on Total Divas. He brought it to NXT, where it originally got over, and was put over by Paul Heyman who was really good at putting over things. Then he brought it to main event with Fantasy Booker and Natalia trying to get him on the show. Then he went to SmackDown, and now he has been on Raw two weeks in a row doing this asshole husband gimmick, and it is the best written character in WWE. Because and it has risen up. And it's, it's kind of like what we talk with the Wyatts and everything, like, oh, everything developed down here on NXT with the Wyatts, and then they stepped up, and everybody else got to see it, right? So now... Right. Everybody on Raw that just watched Raw was like, well, is this Tyson Kidd? What he's doing? Well, wait a minute. And then, then they, said they show some Total Divas or NXT clips or main event clips or whatever. And we're like, wait, he's doing what now? What is this about? You know. And, and everybody gets to play catch up with it. And once again, we're sitting around saying, uh, tell, tell, tell the people what, what you told me about your friend that got into Total Divas. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my friends does not watch wrestling at all. Uh, she does watch Total Divas, though, because she's addicted to e-programming. So she asked me about Tyson Kidd. She asked me about Natty and the Bells and all stuff like that. So I showed her some stuff from WrestleMania and some stuff from NXT. And she just happened to turn on Raw tonight because of Kathy Lee and Hoda. And she's like, why is Natty's husband kicking people in the face? This is awesome. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That is the next generation of wrestling. You need introductory So that's very smart. That, that did happen, like, next segment. After the Kathy Lee thing, right? Yes, it did. So, so it brought over, like, hey, everybody remembers this from Total Divas. Ah, oh, that's... 
wow, that's actually good positioning. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it's like, hey guys, for all the, I'm bitching because I'm not seeing wrestling or I'm seeing the wrong kind of wrestling for us wrestling fans, remember we're not the only audience. Obviously with the Susan G. Komen thing. Um, because I'm watching the I'm watching the, the speech later in the show and, I, you know, great cause and everything. And they do it every year. I love that WWE does this. But I'm, I'm looking at this and they're doing this and I'm thinking, I don't think this is the mo- most empathetic crowd you could be doing this in front of, especially in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, people in Brooklyn don't care about anything. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I got yeah, no, no eyewitnesses. No eyewitnesses. I pissed off a man in Brooklyn. Um, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure he could kick my ass. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's very, very true. Um, but uh, but it, again, kind of goes to like it's not. All the attitude era, you know, twenty-five to thirty-somethings, you know, or eighteen to thirty-somethings that they targeted before. I mean, it is a widespread. It's gonna be for everybody, but there's gonna be something for everybody, which means it's more diluted. So. And Sorg, I'd argue we're not even any of the audience anymore. <laughs> no, we're so. not. And that's we're why not because they know we're gonna watch. Yeah. yeah. They know oh, we're gonna watch. Exactly. This discussions come up too. It was like we're gonna watch regardless. We, they know they don't need to capture us. I think there's some of us that might be tuning over to football. Yeah, that's a small percentage. But they're getting all their total divas chicks uh, from E Network uh, coming over and starting to watch Raw. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Um, I know I was very loudly proclaiming on the on the Mayhem Twitter account tonight. Who is this for? When we're on the Kathy Lee and everything, but. uh, Again, in retrospect, looking back at the, the 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 Susan G. Komen stuff. Um, and, and everything else, it just it does make sense, and it's a broader picture. It's bigger than the guys that still want HLA to come back, you know. Mike, I think that's a good point to end this. This is definitely the longest one of these we've probably done in a while, for one mm-hmm. thing. Um, and uh, you guys, if you want more discussion like this, we do this 9 p.m. Eastern Time at live.sorgatronmedia.com. Go to wrestlingmayhemshow.com. The link, link will be up there. And we also do great interviews at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at uh, at, on the Indie Mayhem show, same place at live.sorgatronmedia.com. Um, so check that out if you want to check out this in audio. If you're catching us on the YouTube, one subscribe to the YouTube channel. Everything's coming through the Wrestling Mayhem show super feed on iTunes and Stitcher. You'll get these wrap ups after shows, game shows, as well as all the proper shows. Um, or uh, subscribe to Indie Mayhem or Wrestling Mayhem show independently on uh, all those platforms as well. Uh, for the audio, of course. Um, so with that, I'm at Mad Mike 483 up there in Poughkeepsie, New York. I'm at Sorgatron here in the Twitters. Check out everything else going on at SorgatronMedia.com. We've got some great stuff coming up. I just posted a Sabu show. VOW Vicious Outcast Wrestling, Sabu versus G-Raver. I know there was a barbed wire table involved, um, so go check that out. It's only $7.99 over there at SorgatronMedia.com uh, right there on the front page. Um, so with that, uh, uh, that's it. Y'all see you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of the shows throughout the week. And we'll see you guys next week for Raw.